0: This is your life, God's truth, your QFM. It's Phil here in the Bemidji studio. On the line with me is State Representative Matt Bliss of District 2B, and it's been a hectic legislative session already, Matt. Uh, We knew the Democrats would be in control of everything, House, Senate, and uh, the governor's office, not by a lot. Uh, So, you know, you kind of knew things would be uh, a little crazy with you in the minority party this time. and. Uh, so we're anxious to hear your reflections. So good morning to you. And, you know, where where do you think things are headed with uh, where we're at right now?
1: Well, it's, it's just been two weeks. Uh, the first week is generally uh, sometimes just, you know, the, the departments coming in, give an overview of, of what their departments do. Uh, the Democrats have decided that uh, that's no longer the case. They're ramming bills through uh, left and right and unfortunately uh you know they, in the past they've tried to uh work with Republicans and try to get bipartisan support on on their bills uh that's no longer the case they mm-hmm. they are just uh you know damn the torpedoes full street ahead yeah. full speed ahead and and uh we're seeing it in in their list of priorities um as you know they they number their priorities in the first ten bills, so h f one house file one is their very top priority, and I think you know what that is yeah, the abortion bill. The abortion bill they call it the pro act, and uh you know we the Republicans offered three bills that were uh basically just uh, i wouldn't even say common sense, but i mean they were they were like for instance allowing uh uh second and third trimester abortions, but only in a licensed medical facility because yeah. those things are incredibly dangerous uh they said no, we offered uh the um the partial birth ban in minnesota yep, yep. and i i don't want to get graphic if anybody wants to find out what that is a quick google search yeah. uh make sure you'd have not eaten for at least three or four hours because it is, it is very graphic what they do to these these babies um, we offered that, uh, that can only be done in the, uh, the, the only way it could be done would be in the life or health of the mother rape insist, give them everything they want. They still voted it down. That's how we'll be on par with China and yeah. North Korea and all the rest of those places that do that. And, and no civilized country in the world allows that, mm-hmm. but we will here in Minnesota.
0: It sounds like they want to have a floor vote on that already this week. Is that what you're hearing? Do you think that could actually that, happen?
1: I, it might be if it is, it'll be Thursday. Um, they still got a couple committees, I believe, because that uh, they they can't ram it through as as fast as they want. They have to hit certain committees, and then it's got to be scheduled on the calendar, which I haven't seen it scheduled yet. Um, you know, I could I could have missed yeah. it, and they only they could do that the day before. So if we have a paper push session where we go in and just calendar things for the next day. They could throw it yeah. there. We could hear it the next day.
0: I saw an article where they were done with the uh, committees, but I—I I mean, I could be wrong too. And
1: but it, it, you, you know, know. It, they don't hit my committees with that bill, so sure. I, I could be wrong as well. Sure, um, you know, I—I I sit on the chil- Children and Families Committee, Veterans, and uh, Elections Committee, so I don't okay. see—I don't hear any of that stuff. Yeah, thank God. I—I'd I, be—I I think they'd have to drag me out in cuffs.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, as far as in the House, how big of a majority do they have again? Can you remind us of that?
1: It's not not very big. No, I think it's six votes. So meaning if we can flip three, we can, you know, three to vote for our side would would bring it down to a tie, and it has to have, unlike the Senate, you know, where it's tied in in, uh, Washington, D.C., and the vice president has the breaking vote. If we can get a tie in the House, it does not pass. Okay. So if we can flip three votes... Um we can do it so if if you have people that have Democrat representatives and you think those you know there, there's enough people in that swing district, because there's a lot of close races, yeah. a lot of close races out there, and if we can flip one dave Liz Lagarde up in up in the range, she is extremely vulnerable, hmm. and if we can get to his people up there, and I know that the people in the range don't support this
0: and there's, there's got several other people and uh, there's got to be some pro life Democrats that do you know of any anymore Matt or
1: absolutely all you know the old line the kennedy democrats and the the older line folks you know i, I had a, a conversation with a young lady once uh, just in this last lecture she said i'd vote for you but i i can't i'm i'm pro life i don't think this is right and and we talked a little bit more and she said well i'd support a ban you know maybe after 15 weeks and i said do you realize that, that is the exact law that got oh, roe v wade overturned and and I said, "That's what they want to do. They want to go all out." And I described to her what partial birth abortion was. I think I won her over on it, but people don't understand when you yeah. when you know what they're saying when when they're voting for this stuff. And if you just have to get out the graphic paperwork, show them what a partial birth abortion is. Show them what a second trimester abortion is. It is absolutely horrific what they do to these little babies. Yeah,
0: well, and it's much more beyond abortion as to what's going on in the legislature your right now. Books. Well, yeah, give us just a, a snapshot of things that you're hearing, seeing already moving through committees. I mean, we keep talking about this giant surplus, and uh, I heard a report last week that it's already actually even getting bigger. You know, we're obviously yeah. overtaxing businesses and individuals in minnesota but where are we headed with this
1: yeah so um one of the things that that we get a statement every month of where the the increase in revenue is coming from and the last month that i saw there was actually a decrease in um income tax revenue which may sound like a good thing at at first but that means less people are getting paid so that's Mm -hmm. a bad indication of what's coming but there was a huge increase in sales tax and any you you look at a dozen eggs now is it eight ten bucks for a dozen eggs? yeah well, what used of course, in Minnesota, we don't pay tax on food, but use that as a gauge if if we are paying taxes on that, that's a huge increase in tax revenue, so the the government is is profiting on this inflation, so' yeah. no, you know it doesn't surprise you that they're not really trying that hard to fight it,
0: yeah, so well, that's a
1: good point. that's where the that's where the tax revenue is coming from now. Uh, that that's not something that's sustainable. So anything they try to do in long term is going to come back and bite us because it's going to just keep this tax. If, if if the prices actually come back down, they're going to need to fill that and back you know backfill that in other areas. So that yeah. you got to watch your pocketbook there. You know they're they're trying to push paid paid family medical leave, yeah. which you know right now if you're an employer that can afford that and it works out for your business model, you can offer that. Yeah,
0: you're already doing uh, but it. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Now, my business, I had anywhere from one to three employees. And if I, I, there was no way financially or even just with employees and try to find employees to fill the position that that person is vacating. But it didn't allow me as a business owner to negotiate with the guy and say, hey, you come in and, you know, I got X, Y, and Z that needs to be done. You come when it works for you. I understand what's going on if you need help. It does not allow that. And just being paid through payroll taxes. Uh, both on the employee and on the business owner, so that 's a tax increase, a very large tax increase to pay for that program
0: yeah, and something that probably will hang around for years and years and years once it gets started it 's basically another entitlement program right
1: that 's absolutely right, and it 's very expensive not only in in fiscal terms but also uh, you know businesses can 't find employees to work as it is now and and like i told I told some of my democrat friends down there, and I use that that word loosely when you require me to offer this to my employees that means i have to have two employees now to do the work of one exactly and that means the work is going to be split so there's one person to get 20 hours the other person to get 20 hours how does that help anybody
0: but the bottom line is it's going to pass isn't it
1: again you know we the power right now is with with the voters um we are down there we can make you guys know known about it we can offer amendments and so just to show just how bad this stuff is. And sometimes we can maybe get with these vulnerable Democrats if the voters put pressure on them. And if if your listeners know anybody out there that's in a Democrat district, call them and talk to them. They they, they have to contact their representatives and let them know just how bad this is. Mm
0: And obviously we can pray. That's one thing we can do and we need to do for our leaders, for you guys, for wisdom, uh, and pray for our state because we're kind of headed down quite a crazy track. There's no doubt about it. Uh, You know, education, they're talking about massive increases in funding for education. Have you uh, looked at that yet? Are you seeing some rumblings?
1: Yeah, um, well, our governor—I uh, I don't know if you've heard this or not—he's out there telling all of his uh, commissioners and, and uh, divisions to think bold under budgets. Yeah. Bold, B-O-L-D. Think bold. You're not asking for enough. Ask for more. He—they're mm-hmm. drunk on this this money they got down there right now. Wow. And yes, we're going to—they're uh, they're pushing. Um, well, the standards you know about. Um, we, you know, I, I'm not opposed to, to funding education. I'm really not. But when when they start doing this woke stuff and and pushing all this on wow. our teachers, our teachers are good people. There's probably you probably have a lot of teachers that listen, and and what they're doing to these teachers. I I my wife is a school teacher, thirty two years in in the profession. Yeah. And you know I can't say I can't tell you what she tells me because she's asked me not to because you know the the school <laughs> mentality is is that way, but. Um, you know, it's just what they're doing to these teachers is, is incredible. I, I've had te- lunch with a bunch of teachers at an event in Bemidji, and when you got beyond the talking points that they were sent with, we agree with the teachers more than you'd you'd think. Oh yeah, and it's just the, it's just the management of the schools. Thank God in Bemidji, we had several good good school boards members school board members elected. Yep. We need to continue that. We can't let up off the gas on that. We cannot say, okay, we got some good people in there. Let's forget about it. We got to keep going to these school board meetings.
0: Hmm. Lots of proposals out there. I know they're talking about free lunch now for all students or something like that. I don't know if you, you've probably heard about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The, the free lunch for all, that's kind of been bubbling up uh, for a long time. I think okay. again, you know, they're, they're seeing the surplus and they don't realize that the majority of it is one time or or uh, inflation-related, so it's yeah. not a long-term solution. So, you know, free lunch for all, all are we going to say, okay, you can have it for two years, and now we can't do it anymore? Yeah. Um, we've got families out there that are struggling. You know, and this, this surplus we have, think about it. If, if you do it just to the taxpayers of Minnesota, the people that have paid state income taxes, that's $6,000 per taxpayer in the state of Minnesota, our, our budget surplus is sitting at right now. Yeah. Even if we just just go down to the adults, even the people that don't pay state income taxes, it's four thousand dollars. So that that number is incredible when you think about it like that. How how much would four thousand dollars be to the average family right now? That's paying ten dollars for a dozen eggs, paying for yeah. three fifty now for uh, three. Was it three twenty nine? I saw yesterday for, for gas, gasoline. Yeah. You know. It went down for a while. Our president depleted our strategic oil reserves. Uh now the Republicans are in there saying stop and, and we're gonna see what's gonna happen. That was down to the lowest point since I think nineteen seventy three. Yeah. Um and you know it it's just we've we've gotta we've gotta put uh pressure on these guys and, and you know, you can call me, I'd welcome the chat. You know, it's always nice to, to talk to people that you agree with, but talk to the talk to your friends and family that live in Democrat districts. Hmm. That that's who we need to convince.
0: I know you said you're on a uh, children's uh, committee, as a children's and family. And I know there's an issue with child care in our state. It's pretty serious. Um, is that possibly a bipartisan kind of thing to try to address child care as, would, as well uh, yeah. as long term care? You know, for the elderly, we've we've got some yeah. problems there. How about those well, issues?
1: so the long term care will start out there i don't understand it but they don't want to look at it we've we've tried mm. to, and tried to address that we want to try to increase the the um the the uh, uh, what we pay the the long term care facilities cuz they sure. have to run on what the government pays them for the most part you know cause all medicaid medicare yeah um and and the private facilities we're not talking about but the other ones that, that take just public funding Um, they're not interested in doing that. But last year when I was down there, they they did introduce a bill that required long-term care facilities to increase the pay of their employees, which isn't a bad thing. That's kind of what we want to do, but they didn't address the revenue. So these long-term care facilities are saying, wait a minute, if you're requiring a 20% increase on pay, but you're not increasing my revenue, do I get to plant a money tree out back?
0: Yeah, Exactly.
1: it, they don't put the the when when you look across the aisle and you and you look at business owners over there oh wait you don't find any um it, the, the the those people on the other side of the aisle and i don't want to be too general but the vast majority of those people have never signed the front of a paycheck a lot of them are been involved in mon- non-profits that are funded through the government so they don't have any concept of economy and so we they, they don't wanna look at it from that perspective. Now the, the uh childcare, the early child care, we wanna do it through home home uh daycares. Yeah. Uh I I think it's best done that way. The problem is is that you know, you, you have so much government relation uh regulations coming yes. in on these people it limits to what they can earn. Um if if you have an infant that falls asleep, you must put that child in a crib. And and if you're out I know a lot of daycare owners who take their kids for walks and strollers where you have to go back. If only three of them are out there and one of them falls, you've got to bring them back to put them in a, in a crib. You're right. only allowed, I think, two infants under two uh, in a daycare facility. Uh, so the government wants to come in and fund all these government early child childhood education centers, which, you know, in, in their words, is indoctrination. Yeah. Um, And, but they don't want the younger ones. They only want the ones that are three to, you know, three and up. Well, Mm -hmm. that's where the money making used to be for the home care folks, but they won't allow them to take them anymore. So, Mm -hmm. or they want to, I should say, take them away. Actually, I I hate to keep rambling on, but one of the people that had, uh, uh, we had in to testify said that the solution was to parent a little less. To, that's what they wanted to do. they wanted their parents to parent a little less and let wow. the government take them for a while oh boy and it, and it's just scary with these people in there and they're just talking like it's a matter of fact and you question them on anything and and it's like shaking their entire reality they 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 get a, a glazed look in their eye and they stutter and um we have a a new superstar down there walter hudson he is he's a really sharp guy. He asked a very simple question to one of the testifiers, and I thought the guy was going to have a panic attack (laughs) they just they're not being used to or used to being challenged so it's we got to do that we got to show how bad these ideas are Mm. um and that's what we're doing we we are fighting them and we are trying to to make the bills a little less bad and 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 i i expect us to succeed in a few areas um you know it's not all bad news we did get tax conformity passed the very first bill passed out of the house this year uh democrats are pushing it as a tax cut It's technically, it does reduce taxes, but it's nothing they did. They just said, okay, we'll go with what the federal government passed. So don't let them tell you that they passed tax cuts. It's just tax conformity allowing us to accept the rules that the federal government put in place.
0: Okay. Well, we do appreciate you guys down there and being bold and doing what you can, and we need to be kept informed as to uh, what's going on there as well. So please I know you guys send out newsletters and things like that but let's let's talk and make sure people are aware of of what our legislature is doing and again right now controlled fully by the left and that's uh that's going to get a little interesting there's no doubt about it. And yep. this is kind of a long legislative session too, right? I mean, uh do we it's do different bonding different. this time too or
1: well, that, yeah, there, there may be a bonding bill that comes out. We didn't get one passed last year, so there was a bonding bill put together at the end of the, season, end of the session, and it just didn't get heard. So that may get pushed back forward, and there, there is some uh, bonding in there from Bemidji area, at least there was last time I'd seen it. Yeah, uh, that, could, that could change as well. So. Mm.
0: Matt Bliss, State Representative, District 2B here in our area. Thank you for your time, and uh, we'll talk again soon, okay?
1: Thanks. I appreciate it. Keep, keep up the prayers. We do yeah. appreciate it.
0: Amen. All right. This is your life, God's truth, your QFM.